Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is DJ. This is Ish. And this is Pero, Pero Let, let me, me Tell You. you. Dale. And this is season two of Pero Let Me Tell You. And this is season three of And this is season four of Pero Let Me Tell You. Hey everyone, this is DJ. And this is Ish. And this is season five of Pero Let Me Tell You. Wow, that was a lot of seasons. Thank God we didn't have to say them over and over again ourselves now. <laughs> <laughs> that is season two, and season three, and season four, and this and is just five. And, and this is us tired. Everybody, <laughs> welcome, welcome. Wow. We made it to our 200th, 200th episode. episode. I mean, I think we already deserve a Lifetime Achievement Award. I don't know about you. I mean, I've put in for us to get the Kennedy Center honor. Oh, okay. Yeah, and because I, I, I want that really tacky necklace thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'll take it. I'll take it, but yeah. it's I'll take it. I'm I'm ready for the Kennedy Center honors. I'm ready. Yeah. Oh, who would be our class, do you think? Who do you think we'd be inducted with? Who would be inducted with? Um Enrique Santos. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm done with I'm done um, with that. Enrique Santos. Okay. Eh, um, is this is this just a, a, a full like radio audio class? Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean whatever. We'll we'll think about <laughs> we'll it. We'll think about it. Okay. So Welcome everybody. We made it 200 episodes. There was we no pandemic to did. stop stop us this time. That's true. You know, and 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 the government knew that we were doing our 200th. That's why they even lifted the mask mandates on planes now. Yes, but maybe it's coming back. But we but but they left they lifted it for our 200th. Yes, of course. Yes, of course. So right now, right as now, we're recording exactly. this on Fake Friday, <laughs> exactly. Right. So. Yes, everybody, we could have not had... I mean, I know everybody says, oh, we can't do this without you. We can't yeah. do this without the audience. No, but really. Yeah, like, we really we, couldn't really, have done it without you. Like, we couldn't have done it without you. So if you are listening... 10 episodes in. So if you are listening, especially for those of you who are um, driving, 
when you have a second that you're stopped, look in the rearview mirror, look at yourself and be like, this is why Tepedo, let me tell you, has this is true. 200 episodes. You are part of the success. You are. I mean, really, really, you are. Yes. And um, so thank you. I mean, we'll we'll give more thanks. Yeah, yeah. Finish. This is going to be a very thankful episode, yeah. shall we so, say. We're going to do things a little bit differently today. Yes. Um, I know. Well, we, we've got cupcakes. We have cupcakes and we have some champagne. We have some little individual champagne thingies. And, and obviously, actually, I went to, so when I got the, the cupcakes out of course, Publix. Of course. I actually had a moment there where I was like, do I get the cupcakes, the proper cupcakes, or do I follow the thread of your parents and get something completely like No, off no, the you wall. don't want to steal my parents' thunder. <laughs> that's, like... that's another thing that has come out in the 200 episodes. Actually, let's, let's pop the champagne. Let's pop the champagne. Um, oh, look at us. We're like Mariah. Well, we're like Mariah. We're going to have splashes. We're going to have splashes. Is that, have is that what splashes. she calls them? Yeah, Mariah doesn't drink. She has splashes. She has splashes? Yeah, like, I mean, how does that even work? I mean, do you think Mariah would drink? Well, I mean, a, sh- a glass of champagne, yes. No, no, no. That is what she drinks. Right, right, right that's what I'm right. saying. Like, when I hear spla- splashes, I'm thinking like a, a, like a shot. I mean, like you're talking about her. the woman. Uh, we're opening up our champagne people. Yes. This is, well, you're this talking about the woman that when she went on Jimmy Fallon to do beer pong, she did champagne pong. Well, I mean, I can respect a woman who who knows what she wants. I mean, live like Mariah Carey, right? Listen, it could be worse. I mean, frankly, guys, the only reason we didn't do the whole, you know, suits in a pool thing is we couldn't find the pool. Well, actually, I actually thought about it because I thought about doing it at my brother's house. But then I was like, I can't ruin a perfectly good suit. <laughs> yeah, we would have had to go like to a goodwill to yeah, get like, you know. I like, actually thought that. I was yeah, like, I'm too busy this week, so it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. That was lack of planning on our part. It okay, was. okay let's, I mean, let's go. Okay, that was really anticlimactic. This doesn't have a cork. Doesn't have a cork. But we're going to have some champagne, people. Yes, we are. So, wait, let's do it. Let's do the cheers. Salute. Did you guys hear that? Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Salute. There we go. So, I'm not much of a drinker, but I do love me some champagne. That's like the one thing. And again, as we've said before, it's not so much that you're not much of a drinker. You will have a drink. It's just not a thing that you will go out and do out of your own right, volition. Because I'm cheap. Because <laughs> Right, exactly. Right. Because so it actually, would take like, you know, a barrel. So th- this episode is gonna be similar to like in the eighties and nineties sitcoms that had the bottle, what is it, the bottle, bottle, epi- bottle, the episode. bottle episodes yeah. that it was remember, remember when remember right, and <laughs> all sitcoms had this, even friends, that like they would all sit around I should look for like that the the flashback music. Because there was always that, like, yes, like very dreamscape right, music. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where they would kind of sit around the living room and talk about stuff. Um, they did that a lot on Growing Pains. Growing Pains had like four of those. Yeah. Ben, remember when you learned to ride a bike? The garage sale episode. Yes. Yes. So this is sort of going to be like that. Yes. So that reminds me, now that we're having splashes, splashes, our 21st episode. I don't remember our 21st so, episode. It's so our 21st <laughs> episode, listeners. First of all, if you've been with us since the beginning, thank you. Thank, thank you for your those support, were rough. your patience, and your understanding. Because those first like five to ten episodes were rough. Yeah, were rough. Um, but on our 21st episode, we wanted to make it celebratory because, you know, we had made it to 20 for 21 episodes. The podcast was legal. Right. We didn't know if we were going to make it to 30. Right. You know? <laughs> um, a little di- and we didn't even know about a pandemic yet. So, I, mean, I mean, well, no. This <laughs> no, was 2018, like, yeah, like so the pandemic was still <laughs> far away. Um, and so on the our 21st episode, we decided to have some Havana Club rum. You I know, two bottles. Right, two bottles. And we, we didn't make it a point to get dr- drunk. But we just kept going. On the... <laughs> on the air. On the air. Um, 
but somehow we did. And I believe it's recorded when at the end of the episode, I'm like, we went through two bottles of rum. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that and that episode was like under an hour or it was about an hour. It was hour. about an hour, yeah. Yeah. So it was even shorter than the episodes we do now. So and we we were plastered. We were so much that like when we stopped recording, I ended up going on the balcony. Well, it was sa- it was a Saturday. Yes, I ended up going on the balcony of my house, and what we were singing, or I, I was singing and dancing. And I know having... we sang the theme to the, the, to the Miami, Golden Girls. Oh yes, Miami. yes, Miami. Yeah, I think that's what I we mean, sang on the balcony. If you guys want to like, it was the worst production of Evita ever. <laughs> if you guys want to <laughs> laugh and uh, take a stroll down memory lane, listen to our twenty first episode. Um, let me see. Actually, I'm, I'm looking at our episodes here. Um, it's crazy to me. Like, I, I know we've, I mean, obviously, you know, 200 episodes and here we are five years in. I still just, it, it's weird to say that. Yeah. Our 21st episode is called Pero We're Legal. Let's Drink. <laughs> that was very accurate. That was, and it was the week after we interviewed Martha of Miami because Martha of Miami was episode 20. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Martha, Martha's interview, I feel was one of the first times that I felt um I felt like we had something going on because mm-hmm. um Martha and we're talking about Martha Miami here Martha Miami has a really big following and at that time you know that we were sort of well, we, were, um, we were we were sort of navigating through this like local and I, you know we hate to say the word but it is what it is right. influencer are, are we world influencers are we you know what what like, are we doing and and that's when we were kind of trying to like get our name and our mm-hmm. brand if you will out there yeah. and um, you know Martha is like pretty legit and you know she came on our show and she was wonderful and 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 all that so. Um, that that was great. Yeah, so um, much so that when you're hearing this, some of you probably already seen the the Instagram post um, w- with some friends who you know sending us congrats. You know what? I have no idea what's going to be. You have? On this I know. I have no idea. I know you don't. I know you so, don't. But she I mean, she's in it and she's fantastic. She's you know that that's the so that's a spoiler. Yeah, you'll so, see it tomorrow when when the listeners are seeing it. I know for the first time. Yeah. So what we're gonna do is we had posted on our Instagram earlier this week. Let's see. Um, actually, I posted on Wednesday for you guys to send us some questions that, yeah. you know, you had. And we got a lot of really good questions. Yeah. So we're actually going to go through some of these. and For and better or worse. For better or for worse. <laughs> so, um, you know, because we always have so much to say and so many points to hit right. that it's every, you know, it's, it's fun every now and then. Yes, to flip flip it. Yeah. Um, so... A lot of you sent us some questions, and we are going to take a stab at them. Right. So, ready or not, here come the questions. Right, so, you, where you do you want to start? I mean, we could just start at the top and work our way down, right? All right. I feel like a couple of questions are very similar to, like, you know, who's your favorite guest? Those right. types of things. Um, so, we could actually just start at the beginning. Uh, you know, Mima in Cuba is saying, when are we doing a podcast? And you know what? We'd love to have you and Yoel on. Um, for those who don't know, Mima in Cuba... Um, and her actual name is escaping me right now, but Joel Imari. Joel Imari, thank you. Uh, you know, Joel is basically like recién llegado from Cuba. She is uh, very big on on promoting everything that's happening on the island. Um, they actually met on the island. They got married. And now he's here. And for those who don't follow her, you should because she posts a lot of his firsts. And you know, are they here in Miami? No, they're they're I believe in Los Angeles. Um, okay. So, you know, she'll post like he always he'll say things like 
I always dreamed of, you know, going to like an American stadium to see a baseball game and they went to see the Dodgers. I'm actually looking at their Instagram now and she has a sweatshirt that is awesome that is red and says actually Cuba's a dictatorship. We need that. We need, we need yeah, that. We need hey, that. Maddie, yeah. let us know where you got that sweatshirt from. Because, yes. you know, that's it. I've only been explaining that for how old am I? <laughs> that many years, for, you know. Since you could talk. Yes. Yes. I've I, only been explaining yeah. that to people who think it's uh, you know, an it, island paradise. It's a paradise. It's an a island playground. paradise with, with um with old classic Chevys. Oh, I know, and universal health care. And and you know, and no Western, you know, conglomerates. Know, it's, it's like not been ruined. Big Donalds and 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 stuff. Starbucks because yeah. we, we, we don't want capitalism. No, right? it's it's still Okay, I totally need that sweatshirt. All I right, totally well, need that sweatshirt. Yeah, you heard it, Maddie. <laughs> Let us know where you got it. So when are we doing an episode with them? Cuando quieran. Cuando quieran. That's what I told her. I told her I'm like, well no, you tell us. I mean, we're you down for us. it. It's not a big deal. I mean, if you're gonna be in Miami, we could do it in person. Right. If you plan well, on being in Miami anytime that, soon. But see, that ties back actually to um so we also got a question from uh Robert Mojica that says, When are you coming back to LA? Well, so Robert, <laughs> so you know, well, I was in LA earlier this year, um, and, and but we were, but not, we in were LA. not in LA. Um, so I'm down for when again, I can go whenever we can make it. Um, I think we, ideally we would love to go back. We were, we would because of the pandemic, yeah. So we, when we went, we in couldn't go like we had planned. We, we had like many specific things that were podcast related to go, we were. On Spanish Aki presents, yeah. and you know when when they were with Earwolf, uh, we met Martha Martha, Ma- Martha, Martha Darby, Darby. Um, and we'll get to all that in, in a minute. We also met. That's when we hung out and met Daniel Leiva, yes, uh, the uh, Olympian, Fuller House. Uh, well, I was getting there. <laughs> okay, I'm like getting there. Fuller House. Um, so what we intended to do was every year to have a series of episodes in the West Coast right. and. If you guys recall, um, our episodes during that oh, were Portos. Pero, pero let me t- yeah Portos, uh, pero let me tell you goes west, mm-hmm. and um, we we had a series of episodes that were California based, West Coast based, mm-hmm. and that the intention was to you know do that every year. So, but then you know, <laughs> life had other plans. You know, the world had other plans. So, yeah. so whether it's this year or next year, we are gonna go back to LA. Yeah, um, yeah. we have to. We, we have, have to go to. back to many- LA. If for no other reason, honestly, than just we have so many people out there that we freaking love. We do. We you do. Know, Isa from Albisa Candles. Yes, I'd love to meet her yes, in person, finally. Yes. You know? We have people that we met through the podcast, and then, you know, we all, we both have, like, personal friends and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, we definitely, um, we definitely have – we definitely want to go back to L.A. And, and the thing about L.A. is because, you know, there's a lot of – Cubans and Latins and stuff in New York, right? right? right. But I feel that it's which a, hey, we're down to New York too. Let us, but I feel us. it's an East Coast West Coast thing, you correct, know. Correct. I I feel that being Latin in the East Coast is very different than being Latin in the West Coast. Yes, right. Um, it's not a right or wrong answer. It's just different, right. and obviously that's something we we were happy to tap into right. um, when we were in LA because. Our podcast is, you know, it, it is Miami-centric, but the bigger picture is that it is Latin-Hispanic-centered, right. but we do it from a, a, an East Coast-South Florida so angle. We are. So, you know, um, we definitely ha- would love to go back to LA, and we will. We yes, will. That's- so, vamos, vamos, keep scrolling. All right. So, the next question is from Fresh or Fresh, which, of course, is our boy Darwin. 
Um, and this is we, we got a couple variations of this, which is who has been y'all's favorite guest and why? Okay, let's leave that question for the end. Okay, all right, um, all right. because that that's that's a big question. Um, all right, so then um, Hiraldo from Spanish, uh, from, sorry, from Siempre Palante podcast. Okay, so he's awesome. He is we, fantastic. We, we can't wait to meet you in person. We've already chatted. I feel like we know him. We oh, know no, each yeah. other at this point. Like, like, him and I are like texting back and forth. We're total BFFs at this point. Um, so he has a couple questions. So he actually two questions. He says, so how many cafecitos, croquetas, y flangs were consumed leading up to the 200th episode? Oh, well, I can answer that question. <laughs> you can. Is this like your own version of the Seasons of Love song from Rent? Oh. <laughs> That song, <laughs> that that annoying thing. Um, cafecitos for me would be one. one. Right. <laughs> Fair enough. One flang. There aren't enough numbers. Um, <laughs> and croquetas. Who even knows? less. Even less numbers. <laughs> so the reason I say that about cafecitos is because um, I don't drink coffee. I don't drink any coffee. Um, I the don't most just, you'll do is like one of those dr like dessert drinks almost from Starbucks. Not even. You've done you've uh, done like the Ariana no. Grande no sé qué cosa. I tried the Ariana Grande coffee drink because I wanted to try the cloud. <laughs> and I remember that when, <laughs> that may be the greatest thing. Like, when, I, I want that on a t-shirt because it was supposed to be like eighty percent of it was supposed to be like this frothy like, like icy thing. thing. And I was like, oh, I'm all in for the whipped cream. But I didn't realize that it was the base of it was coffee. And I was like, what did you think it would be at Starbucks? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. But I didn't. There's a lot of things in Starbucks. <laughs> okay, but it's all. Coffee. But for the most part, it's coffee based. I mean, I have a, uh, a refresher whenever. I happen to go there. But anyway, um, many of you know that I don't drink any coffee. Right. I don't discriminate. I don't drink <laughs> any coffee. Not Cuban, not espresso, not cappuccino. Not Turkish. Not Turkish. Nothing. nothing. I don't yeah. drink any coffee. But I had my very first uh, shot and my only shot yes, today. of Cuban coffee. Actually, the answer would be two. Because, because yeah, two you, shots I think you had two. With the yeah. Polada Boys. Yep. Um, what episode was that? That was that was episode eight. That was eight. That was episode eight. Wow. Episode eight called "Pero que you've never had a Cuban colada," with the Colada Boys and the Colada Boys. You know, for those of you who don't know the Colada Boys, which you should, yes. um, although they're very popular. So they, it's this group of guys that they're all brothers that they have an Instagram page where they go. And they tried different coffee, different Cuban coffee in La Ventanita around Miami. And they're very, like, like they're, they, nobody knows who they are. Yeah, I was going to say, we're one of the few people who knows right. who they, they are. They were, like, yeah. they, they were unmasked <laughs> yeah. when they came here yes. to record. And, um, you know, he was gracious enough to bring me coffee. And I, you know, if you want to go back to episode eight, yeah. you will hear me having Cuban coffee for the first and only time. Because I think he brought, like... He he brought Two one types. from Casabana and one from La Carreta. Right, right. And one was one was way better than the other. Yeah, not enough to get me to drink coffee. Clearly not. Yeah, <laughs> but but even I was like I have to admit. Yeah. So I think it's so funny that um, people when I say that to people they're like, "What?" I'm like, "No, no, it's not a thing." That's in my list. You know my list at this point, right? Yes. List of things that I don't do: peanut butter and Name. jelly. I've never had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Okay. Uh, well, coffee. I've, with that well, exception, right, 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 not, right. I've never really had a coffee. Uh, I, I, we talked about this recently. A meatball sub. A meatball I've sub. Never, I've That's had right. a meatball sub, but I've never ordered a meatball sub because I don't think it's a value. You don't think it's a value. It's like 
te ponen siete bondigas en un so pan. And I'm like, no, I'd rather have the turkey club sandwich with a, avocado. I just love bondigas in general. Um, and then the other thing that I've never done and just I will not do at this point is oh, play, play pool. Oh, play pool. Yeah. That was the one. Yes. And I always tell you, like, every time I tell people, like, I haven't played pool, somebody's always like, oh, man, I got to go. Take let's go. Yeah, yeah, go yeah. play pool. And I'm like, no. It's not about that. Like, I know where pool halls are. Right. Like, if, there's one down I, the street from I you. I made it this point. I've made it up to now without playing pool. You are not going to be the person who's going to just do that magically change that at no, this point in your no. life. So, no. um, so yeah. So the other part of the question was also, what has been the best compliment you received from listeners that really touched your corazón? Well, there's been a few actually. Yeah. Um, we are very lucky in the sense that uh, we have had a lot of listeners throughout the years reach out to us. Um, and I don't know. I don't think it's one comment in particular. I, a comment that we get a lot um, mm -hmm. in different ways, but, but, but it's the same sentiment. Are people that, you know, especially people that have moved away from Miami or maybe lost a loved one that list them listening to us reminds them of being at home, um, yeah. of being either at home in Miami or, or just being around their family, uh, you know, for whatever reason, maybe they're not around their family, um, that when they are listening to us, they feel like they are talking to their cousins, right. <laughs> you know, están sentado en la mesa o en la sala, um, talking to their cousins. And I think that that, that is probably the best compliment yeah. because when we started this, we weren't really thinking about that. It never crossed my mind. And right, it, I, I, I think we both knew there was something we wanted to say, and there were points we wanted to convey. Um, but you never really know if you're going to connect, right? But I, I never thought that we would bring a nostalgic element to right. a fuzzy nostalgic element to to that, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and 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 that really caught us caught. Uh, wow, the champagne's already kicking in. I know. Caught us That's why, off that's guard. why it has splashes. <laughs> because we weren't expecting that. No. And and a good example of that was uh, the lovely couple that we spoke with in uh, last month on Carnival on the Mile. Who we met at Trivia. Yes. Initially. Yes. Because their entire family across all of the U.S., by the way. Yes. We're talking both coasts and somewhere in the middle, yes. I think. They all listen to us. And they all and they're different generations. And they're different too. generations. Yeah. And then they all like have a you know like I'm sure many of us have myself you know like a cousin group thread or whatever um, group text. And they talk about us like they talk about the show and oh my god they said this and do you remember when this happened and it's like it, it's and then now you know the older couple they moved back to Miami they're actually living in the Gables and that to me was like wow these people you know when we met them at trivia the the couples. Uh, daughter i believe it was they were just in town from la and they even dm'd us to say we're making it a point to go to trivia because we want to meet you guys yeah that's mind-blowing to me yeah it is that, like it even is. when people have come and said like oh we went to you know dos croquetas and sandwich and whatever because we were from out of town and we came in and we've heard you guys talk about them and have them on the show and we had to go and and try yeah. them out. like 
wow, like people are listening to us. You know what I mean? It's weird. They are. Um, And, you know, you you have analytics. You know who's listening to you and where they're listening to you from. But that's a number. But again, you, you sort of sometimes don't realize or you have moments where you're like, wow, people are actually listening to us. And, you know, and we have some very, very faithful, loyal listeners that listen to yeah. us every Friday morning. And they always post it on their Instagram yeah. that they're listening to us. They take like a little screenshot of, you know, of uh, the little icon in their screen yeah. in their car. And it's like, dashboard, you know, yeah. like we don't take that for granted. It's very flattering that yeah. it's like, wow, there are there are people out there who Come Friday, th- this is what they expect. Yes. You know, it's Biddle Friday, damn it's it! It's Biddle Friday, and yeah. and yeah, and and also like when we take our our like winter hiatus, you know that we're usually off for like a month and a half. Yeah. We have people DMing us like, "When are you coming back?" Yeah. Like, we miss you guys. When are you coming back? And it's like, wow, like you That's you powerful. you you forget the power that the podcast medium has. So yeah. you know that, and, and throughout the years, we've gotten like more personal messages uh but i think that that sentiment yeah that's is, the underlying is for sure. definitely one so okay our next question from 305 pride who check out their shirts they got some I great actually ones love their shirt absolutely the, the flander flander flandergans one that yes. i was wearing in the video yeah but what I love about their shirt is that their shirt has like the nice athletic fit that I like. Oh no, you know? the way that that sleeve yes. hit my bicep, I was all in. Okay, I wasn't really going to that <laughs> angle, but of course you had to take it there. So the question has been, well, the first part of the question is, what has been the hardest part of doing the show? Ah, where to begin? <laughs> where to begin? What is the hardest part of doing a show? Wow, this is a one-hour show, so let's... let's yeah, we got to whittle it down. So, here's the thing. <clears throat> when we started the podcast, we originally were going to do it bi-weekly, right? right? But then I... <laughs> I don't want to say that I'm the busier one, because I don't want to, like... <laughs> But, but I, but you are in, in in the sense that you, you but, have, but I don't, I don't want to say uh, I'm the busier one to dis, you know, no, discredit but, you. But you, have, but you have additional things going on right. in your life that I don't. Right. And I was like, no. If we do a current event <laughs> and podcast, back then it was it, it wasn't, wasn't as crazy as it is as now. It is now, yeah, because now it's reached like insanity <laughs> level, right. right? Um, I was like, listen, if we do current events. We have to do it weekly because it just doesn't make sense to do a current event event podcast every two weeks. Right. It just doesn't make sense. It's old. But again, as we like to say, the, the, the COVID episode, you know, by the time we came back from having dinner, yeah. we had to redo the episode because yeah. it was old news. And that was three hours. Yeah. Imagine we, we've said this story several times. Remember that week where the world changed with COVID? Like... Wednesday, the world was one day, and Thursday was another right. way, and then by Friday, all shit, you know, like, we had a bunch of shit. Yeah. We usually record on Fridays, on Thursdays, that's why we, we, we call it Fake Fridays, and when we record, we lock ourselves in the studio, and, you know, whatever we amount go. of time it takes, it takes, and we were recording, obviously, about the coronavirus at that moment, and when we got, we finished recording that episode... During those two, three hours that we were locked in the studio recording, Tom H- Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson had gotten COVID. That was the, the beginning NBA of the NBA has shut their season. And yeah, flight Disney was canceled. To close. Yes. Yeah. 
And I was like, okay, the episode we just recorded is it, moose. It's old. It's like, that's, that's old. It. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> we got to re-record yeah. it again. Um, so what has been the hardest part? Um, you know, we both have very busy lives and we both have a lot of personal and professional commitments. Um, you know, I'm a parent. I have a million trillion things to do. I'm involved in a lot of things, as are you. Um, and the hardest part of the podcast is is the commitment to record because, you know, we've talked about this yeah. in 200 episodes. We've talked about this several times. You know, a lot of times people ask us, oh, you know, what advice do you have to start a podcast? And the, we always tell them the same Consistency. thing. Consistency. You have to be consistent. If There's you no are going pill. to have an episode every week, you have to have an episode every week. Even if you can't make an episode that week, record something saying, hey, guys, couldn't do one this week. See you next week. But yeah. you've got to put something. You have to put some content out. And we, rain or shine, have not missed a single episode. Mm -hmm. You know, and we have both had some personal, you know, setbacks. You know, I've had a lot of times when I have not been able to record. Um, you know, I had personal matters last year that I was out for like a month. Yeah. Um, I... There's many times when you hear interviews that I'm not part of because... I, I don't have I have flexibility in my professional life, but sometimes yeah, I but don't. Not to the degree that I do, and and you do. So I, sometimes I just can't commit to an interview Wednesday at one p.m. Right, right. That Whereas yes, I, I can because I'm working from home. Right, so, so I can take a lunch at but, one and but boom. somebody does it. You know, um, so that is the hardest part of doing the podcast has been the commitment that we are going rain or shine or covid i mean look during covid Wait, two years of a pandemic and we didn't miss it a week during covid we did like what two three months of virtual a virtual you and i you at your place and me at mine figuring it out yes figuring but it out like did, the rest of the world right but we did not Use it as an excuse. Right. We have an episode every Friday, rain or shine. And and that is the hardest part. Um, that is... that is The commitment is the hardest part. Obviously, there's other hard things to it. Um, yeah. There's a lot that goes on. Uh, you know, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. And you do about 90% of them. <laughs> um, you know, there's a lot of... I mean, you could speak to that. A lot yeah, of planning. I, at this point, like, you know... I, I label myself initially when we started doing this thing as, you know, the producer because I'm the one who uploads the episode, right? Like, right. so, okay, I'm the producer. But no, I think, honestly, if you were to drop me in right now to, like, produce a show or a radio show or a TV show, fuck it, a movie, I could probably do it. You are the producer, the planner. I'm the talent booker. The talent booker, <laughs> the scheduler. I'm the, I'm the head of marketing. You know, when I open up my Gmail and I'm like, oh, my God, look at all these, like, appo like uh, appointments. <laughs> my calendar has just got full from, like, you went appointment crazy. Um yeah, <laughs> you're a talent scout. Talent scout. I well, actually, yeah, because I'm always looking for like you know who's the new like hot like Latino talent, technical and, support, and technical support. I mean, yeah, no, you name it. I wear many, 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 many hats. Many hats. But there's a beauty to that too, because I mean, I could sit here and tell you, oh, it's, I mean, it's not easy, right? Because obviously, I don't have a background in you know engineering, radio, tech. Um, my background is in marketing. You know, and I feel I'm by no means an expert. 
but me defiendo. Like you, you figured it out. I figured it out because it's again, I didn't have the background, and it's not like anybody taught me necessarily. I mean, I went like everybody else to YouTube University. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of logistics and a lot of planning to this. You know, a lot of times when you know, well, every time that you hear the show on Friday, it's you know you're hearing the hour, hour and a half, or whatever amount of time it is. Um, but there's a lot of work that went into that because. Also, we, you know, a lot of times when you hear us or well, every time that you hear us, we're kind of like messing around and, and all yeah. that. But we come with a plan like we come because we're our current events podcast. We come in with bullet points, with things that we want to discuss. You know, as we've said before, I have my topics. He has right. his. We don't tell each other the topics. Um, we have to figure out who the last soda is. So there's a lot of thought. I mean, there are times that we wing it. Oh, there's many an episode where both of us look at each other and we're like, I don't, I don't have, have anything to talk about. But somehow we end up talking about half. Diana Ross in front of a windsource. Windsource. Like we did last week. When I heard, <laughs> when I went back and heard last week's episode, I kind of covered my face and I'm like, did we just spend 20 minutes talking about Diana Ross? But that's what makes us us. It's not like you and I are like huge Diana <laughs> no, Ross yeah, fans. Like, 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 no. I could name maybe a one hand Diana Ross song. Uh, yeah. You know? and, and if we include Supreme songs, a little more. I mean, I thought that Keep Me Hanging On by was, was by Kim Wilde. <laughs> you did not. Well, you the Kim Wilde version came out when we were like six, seven yes. years old. No, I know, but that's right. So, at six, seven years old, oh, I didn't oh. necessarily. Okay, no, no, have... no. okay, you're talking about at that age, right? Oh, okay, I, okay, I didn't necessarily go back to like the Supremes catalog. catalog. Okay, right? okay, okay. And my parents were Cuban. You know, that's why I always say that's, that's... When, I, when I don't know something, I'm like, my parents are Cuban. That's true. That's true. Because see, my parents would have heard that on the radio and known it was Diana Ross. Right. My parents don't know Beatles songs. That's true. That's so, true. but your mom knows Boney M. That is true. Because Boney M wasn't part of the embargo. Apparently not. <laughs> you know, they were bones. They could slip through. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so let's see. What was the other part of the so question? The, the other part is, um, what's been Do the most... you have a favorite guest? Well, what no, no. Really... Part, part two was, what's been the most rewarding part of doing the show? Oh, okay. So, that's a good question. I, I have an answer that... I know how it's going to sound when I initially say it, but then I have to explain it. Okay, go. <laughs> what's... I'm going to have a cupcake while you give that Absolutely. answer. Absolutely. So, what's... To me, one of the most rewarding parts of the show is the fact that we've been able to monetize. And I, I know that that sounds like I'm talking about you know physical monetary reward, but from it's not Bitcoin, but <laughs> no crypto here, babe. But for me, because I have this, my background is in marketing, and I was always in the agency side and dealing with media partners. There was something rewarding to me about the fact that I was able to put that experience and that knowledge to use for something that you and I were building and that I was right. able to turn that and not just, oh, I'm just relying on resources and tools that are there because I work at an agency and they can afford me this this credibility. You know, The fact that there are people have been sponsors out there that have been willing to take a chance with us and come back, that to me is rewarding because it's like, shit, I, I, we talked about this a lot of times here on the show, you know, I do have imposter syndrome. You know, many, many times, right? And especially when we're talking about this field of podcasting, which neither one of us knew going in what the hell to expect, right? So to see that happen, that was rewarding to me. And I know it sounds like I'm being materialistic, but that's not the angle. I promise that's not the angle that, I'm, that, that well, I was thinking Well, because of. I think that, you know, when we started, <clears throat> I think of any podcast that is serious about, you know, growing and expanding the podcast you think how am i going to monetize this right. but when you start it's like 
who the hell is going to pay to sponsor right. us, right? Right. Like, As we always say, we're Tuco Mamiedas from Westchester. Right, with like, reverb right. <laughs> everywhere. You know, <laughs> echoey bat audio, you know, for like the first season. Like, who on earth Why would is you? ever going like, to pay for, for yeah. a spot in our show? But that's been all you, boo. <laughs> because I I just do what you t- tell me to do. <laughs> I show up with the script and, and you record. Um, you're also the director. That's another hat. Um and I have to say, like, oh, actually, this is a funny story. So, I mean, whatever, we'll share this. So, it's our pretty most. We, we, um, obviously, there's been sponsors that we've had, um, throughout the years that we've reached out to, and Ishmael's done his magic. Um, and then there's been other people that have reached out to us. Yep. But every now and then we get, people wanting to do a sponsorship yeah. that it's like oh i don't know if that product is on brand right right, right. and some time ago we got this um dm or or this inquiry of um this uh company that they did very classy yeah they were very nice very yeah, very, very classy very nice. adult toys yes you know and I was like, and Ishmael like brings it up to me like, like very seriously, like this is what they want to do, and I'm like, Mira, I'm like, I know that you know, especially then. I think this was like our third this was, season. Yeah, this was like, again, it's not like we had. I think the, we had only had a handful of sponsors at that point. Now you know we've got the Ufits and the Lays, and you know, right, right. But I was like, um. I feel that an adult toy company is off-brand for us. I am not ready to go there. <laughs> like, like, I'm like, no. We're going we're to no. call that the line. No, there's no judgment no, but to, it's just, to that. But you have to know your brand. Right, but we're right. not going to do adult toys. But see, as a, as, just, a, as a good partner, I was not going to make a I decision. I could just imagine telling my parents, we but, got a sponsor. <laughs> I can't. You don't know them, don't worry. No, 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 no. They're classy. De consoladores. Oh, yes. <laughs> I could just imagine that where that conversation was going to go. With my parents being like, pero tú estás loco. The answer is yes. yes. <laughs> the answer is we are insane. Yes. Yeah. But look, you know, I remember when we got the sponsorship with Lay's, I was like, it's Lay's. It's like this right. is a, a, a national, international brand yeah, that is like on our little podcast. You know, the same with like Cafe La Llave. You're talking about like huge brands, yeah. you fit, that have come to us. And I, I say that kind of from the perspective of like, I, I still, again, with the imposter syndrome, like I can't believe that these people are paying <laughs> to be right. on our show they, and they, for they us see, to create They content. see the value in our content. Right, right. You know, it's, so, yeah, no, no, it's, it's, it's humbling and it's like flattering. Yeah, so... so do you want to know what our, so do you want to read our next question because it's from one of both of our favorite people which is oh pero when is the next live show well, say who it's from call her Abu out 1905 which, that's one of our dearest friends yes um so when is the next live show we're actually working on a live show now for may um i have to I have to, actually i was supposed to call <laughs> Wait, are you telling me this for the first time? No, on air? I don't know. I told you this the other day that we're coord- coordinating it like the 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 week of I think like May nineteenth or so. It's a Thursday. Um, we're we're trying to coordinate something. We'll give you more details like by next week, literally, because I genuinely because I went to get the champagne and the cupcakes, I forgot to call the person that I was supposed to call <laughs> right. to try and coordinate that. So, short answer is in May. Okay. 
we actually we we've done a few well there's two types of live episodes we've done we've done live episodes where we have recorded the podcast in a live setting right. um we've done it at um union beer yeah. we've done it did we do one at beat culture I, we did do one. Well, y- yes and no. The beat we culture did one, one in the brewery. In the, in the brew room. In, in, right. In the brew room, yeah. So we did one there. We did a few. We did at, one at the, at the Burger Museum. At the Burger Museum. Um, we actually do like doing the the ones where we do in like live. With an audience. With yeah. an audience. Yeah. Uh, we like those, but those have to be a little bit more tricky in terms of scheduling because right, right. you have to do it on a day that people aren't going to come, but then our right. show airs on Friday, so then... Right. We're a current events podcast, so we usually wind up doing it on a Thursday, right? So, but then it's on a Thursday, and then who could come on Thursday? Like, it's a little bit. And then we did the Instagram live. um, That's right for. You know, the whole Black Lives Matter, yeah. the protests were going yeah. because I felt that for that episode, and that that was one that I was very much with. Ish, I was like, we got to do this yeah. because we have a platform and we have a voice, and I felt that that was. I mean, I know you as listeners come in to listen to us but i feel that that was a subject that it wasn't about our voice it was about everybody's right. voice um and everybody brought something to the table so we wanted to have an instagram live for that which we did and we Aguirre was on yep and uh, and Daniel Daniel Leva was also on mm-hmm. um so those were fun th- those were fun yeah. we did one also when we were doing the the sponsorship with cuban guys Yes, that you were you. We did an IG live. I think that was during the pandemic. Yes, it was. It was. And you know, you were you were eating on your end. I was eating on my end. The Cuban guys. But, but then we, were, we recorded it and we aired it as our as that, our that was awesome. episode. Yeah, that I remember because we were doing it at a certain time. Me like rushing yes. home <laughs> to make it on time with my my Cuban guys. So, all right, next question from Elizabeth. Oh wait, we forgot one from Abu. Pastelito de guayaba or de carne? Is that even a question? <laughs> Definitely the guayaba. And I'm going to actually amend it. Guayaba y queso. Oh, okay. Well, well, she asked guayaba or carne. I know. But if I have to pick between those two, the guayaba. But if I have my druthers, it's guayaba y queso. So here's the thing. This is a good conversation to have. I love un pastelito de queso. Well, yeah. Because but, un pastelito de queso, when it's soft and warm... Thank you. It's gotta, it can't be too flaky. When it's soft and warm with thick sugar. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. It is heaven. Yeah. It is, it is like, oh, like a moment. Like Enrique Iglesias, una experiencia religiosa. But here's the thing. 
as much as I love un pastelito de queso, I can't pick it over uno de guayaba because the guayaba is a classic. And it's and yeah. I mean, I love me un pastelito de guayaba, but but I can't. If you make me pick one, even though if I probably like the cheese one more, I can't not choose the guayaba one. And you know, thankfully though, you and I found the perfect solution to that by starting bean pump oil. Yes. Home of the guayaba and queso, queso wings. wings. Um, who likes a pastelito de carne? Like maybe somebody who's iron. Or you that you like the coconut. I love pastelito. the coconut one. Ugh. I love a pastelito. De That's Philo dough with coconut. But I love coconut. I love coconut too. I mean, I love almond joy. Oh, I love too. <laughs> Wait, almond joy's got got ma- nuts, mounds but mounds don't. don't. Right. Sometimes right. you feel okay. like, I guess. Um, all right. <laughs> all right. Now we can get to uh, Elizabeth. Uh, Ga- Number one. Gals? What has been the most unexpected thing that has resulted from your podcast? Well, how I would answer that question would probably be related to our favorite guests. So I don't know. I'm going to leave that to a little bit of an end. I don't know if you have something. I would say, actually, the, the most unexpected thing for me that has resulted from the podcast is is going to the taping of Fuller House. I could have never imagined that as a result of that, right. that that would happen. Because, yes. because yes. Full House, it was such a part of your life and by extension mine. You know what I mean? That like, to me, that was just so unexpected in the most beautiful way. Mm-hmm. It was. It was because I lived, I, I lived out a lifelong, it, it's... It's not even that it was a lifelong dream because I think when you dream about something, you have a certain hope that it will come true. Right. But I never, ever, ever, ever in a million years thought that I would ever go on the set of Full House. I mean, especially because it was canceled for how many years? Right. Like- <laughs> I mean, definitely not in the first run. Right. 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 Because I was a kid. Right. Um. Obviously, all the years it was a syndication, it was in production. <laughs> but even when Fuller House came back, because like going to tapings of sitcoms is not something a lot of people do, especially here, right? It, especially Miami. I guess yeah. if you grew up in LA or in California, right, right. it's something more norm. Yeah. But even when you go on vacation somewhere, you don't hear people being like, "Oh, I went to LA, I went to a taping." Well, though. and now we know why because you have to wait and wait and wait and wait. Right. That's a whole day. Of vacation. So it wasn't even when Fuller House came back. It wasn't even like something I really thought about. Because it just wasn't something that was in my radar. Right. But then we interviewed Juan Pablo de Pachi, who was amazing. I'm like, this is what my, my one shot. Now or never, babe. <laughs> now or never. And I, you know, because usually when we interview, especially higher profile people, yeah. we don't like to be like, oh, by the way, can you right. dot, right. dot, right. dot. Right. We, we've never really done that. But with him, I was like, okay, it's now or never. Yeah. <laughs> and I waited and till the end. And they were also on their last season, too. I waited till the end. Yeah, we had already, like, right. yeah, it yeah. was, you know, broken the ice with him. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and, and and I've said this several times on the show. He was amazing. And, and everything about that trip, again, when we went to L.A., was amazing because, you know, at first, we thought we were just going on the to see the taping of the show. Right. But then we find out that he put he put us on the friends and family list, which allowed us to go down onto the set, you know, sit on the couch, meet the cast. And that was like, again, if 11 year old me saw me at that moment, I I, I actually you know what? During this next week, we should post little stuff of like our favorite memories, our favorite memories, because that I actually was watching that video the other day of when I'm on the set that I'm like, Mm -hmm. I can't believe I'm here. Right. Um, so that's definitely something unexpected. Although there is something else I want to talk about mm-hmm. later. Um, number two, what is the most memorable or surprising thing a guest 
has shared during an interview? That's a good question. What do you think? So for me, the one that constantly stands out when, when I think of like those those interview moments where I was like, oh, <laughs> um, I'd have to say it's actually when we when we interviewed um, Andrew from Night Owl Cookies. Yes, because we love Andrew. We love it. Well, we love Andrew. But, you know, here we are interviewing him and talking to him about his empire and this and that. And and I kind of offhandedly said something to the effect of like, you know, wow, you know, look what you've achieved. And just like us, you know, we know that, you know, your your parents and your grandparents came to this country so we could have an opportunity. And, you know, wow, you've really done it. And he started to cry. Yeah. I did not. I, yeah, I, didn't. I, I, I never go into an interview making anybody cry, but I really didn't expect us, you know, to go from talking about, you know, building a, a, a cookie empire, right, to to him crying. And that one always sticks out to me because, again, it's just like you never know. You you never know when you're talking to someone what the most innocuous thing in the world that you could say could touch them, right? And, and, and have and that, trigger and, and trigger an that moment. Um, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, number three of Elizabeth's question. We all know how much you love Miami. For those of us who have moved away, how has the city changed for better or for worse over the past 10 to 20 years? That's a great question. Well, the Palmetto is the same. <laughs> That's a great question. So That's, I, I feel like you are very equipped to answer that. So I'm going to talk about, let's do the bad first. Uh, for the worst. <laughs> Traffic is... Traffic has always been in, traffic's been an issue here for a while, but traffic has just gotten unbearable. Um, traffic, I think, in Miami is in the same leagues now as L.A., yeah. New York, um, Virginia, like the D.C. area. Everybody talks about L.A. traffic. The worst traffic I've ever experienced was in Washington. Really? In Washington, D.C. That corridor of Washington, D.C. Mm -hmm. is the worst oh, wow. traffic. Like. I mean, you've never heard that? <laughs> no. I yeah, it's terrible. It's oh, absolutely wow. terrible. Um, traffic has gotten bad. You know, something we've been talking about in the podcast a lot um, in the last few months. Uh, rent, rent and, yeah. and, and yeah, cost of has living. gotten cost of living here has gotten uh, astronomical. And I think that one of the best things about Miami until very recently is that it was a major cosmopolitan city. And I feel that there was room for everybody. It you know, was in affordable. Terms, mm -hmm. In terms of economy, yeah. yes, you had your rich enclaves, you know, whether it was Star Island or, you know, any of those areas yeah, yeah, yeah. by the water, by the bay, the grove. Um, but you had your working class neighborhoods, uh, you know, and whether it was Hialeah, La Pata, um, eh, Flagami, eh, Sweetwater. Sweetwater, Kendall, and there was there was something for everyone right, in right. terms of property right um and i feel that that is is uh that is quickly going away yeah. um in terms of worse uh, the environment um uh thankfully we have people like Luis Aguirre who yeah. has a very big platform who's been very vocal about that and and like andrew otaso from miami Creation yes Myth. andrew's amazing yeah. you know a a andrew the, the, there are people that talk the talk, but not everybody talks the talk and walks the walk. This, this Andrew, does, this yeah. kid Andrew Otaso from the Miami Creation Myth, who we've become friends with, and he's awesome. You know, Andrew goes out and cleans trash in from the bay. Like he goes out on a damn kayak, a, on a, a kayak, <laughs> and he picks up. I, I I went to one of his cleanups one time. Yeah. Like over three hundred pounds of trash on a Saturday. Jesus, I mean, you really have to be committed to do something like that. Yeah. 
Um, and, you know, in terms of the bad, um, yeah. Okay, we shift to property, the good. Damn. Property value. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm trying to think about I think developers in Miami have way too much power. Yeah. Um, I think that Miami has a little bit of an issue preserving its history. Uh, you know, we look at other cities. That's not new, though. Right, but we see cities like New York or anywhere in New England, and we're like, oh, my God, like, Toria que en Nueva York. And it's like, well, naturally, these are cities that are much older, right. but you got to start somewhere. They cared about the history enough to preserve it. Right, you got to start somewhere, right? right. And And knocking down a historic... I mean, yes, you can't save everything because I also believe in progress, but knocking down everything to, to build media. another glass skybox, right. uh, skyscraper... No, you were right, glass box. Yeah. Is that really <laughs> the answer, you know? Um, yeah, it's got to be a happy medium. So how has Miami gotten better? Well, that's a great question. I think that one of the main things that, in terms of Miami getting better, and I think that we actually are, are an example of that, is that I think that in the last several years, through our podcast, through people like Martha of Miami, through Darwin with Fresh or Fresh, through so many influencers <laughs> and people that we have met that Miami, there's a certain pride about being from Miami, right. and Miami now is a vibe. It's a it's a, it's a brand. Yeah, three hundred five is a, a brand. Mood. It's and and there's a lot of different things that have contributed to that, mm -hmm. from celebrities like Pitbull for better or for worse, to just our our image in the media, to local people. You know, making right. it a brand. And I think there's certainly a pride and an identity of what Miami is now that finally I think is authentic because for so many years okay. you know we had an identity first in the 80s it was Miami Vice Miami Vice and drugs and right. Rodney Beto which that was, was true not a lie that was not Billy a lie, Corbin but that was not the <laughs> only thing Miami was right. and then I feel that in like the late 90s early 2000s it was like Puff Daddy had a strip club you know <laughs> yeah or Will Smith with Miami Miami right, right? right. Um, and there, 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 that is Certainly, an There's aspect of it to all of those, right? But that's not what my, it is. But that's not Miami. But what's coming out now is are the voices, are the people, is the culture. You know, whether it's the food or like the entertainment venues or the artists. Yeah. You know, when we interviewed it um, from Cultural Fridays. It was in our first season. Oh, yeah. yeah. Viene Culturales. Viene you know, she showed us all the art from all yeah. local artists. Vic Garcia. Vic Garcia. Who, La Chirino. Who, who has blown up, you know. Yeah. And these are all local people with, like, a very strong identity of what Miami is. Yeah. Um, and I think that that identity now is finally up to par with other older, yeah. more established cities. So that's a great question. That is a great question. So... Jessica. Je Justin Stout. Justin How many bites does it take to get to the center of a uh, <laughs> croqueta de jamón? Bueno, I could actually have would, one in one bite. I would say it depends on the croqueta. Yes. Right? Because like the little party croquetas, that's a bite. Yes. But you know, if you have like your bigger mm -hmm. ones, like from Isla Canaria. Yes. That's maybe two. Yes. Actually, you know what? I'm really happy of this question from Jessica because Jessica... Um, the person who wrote this question yeah, just just stands out yes she actually was a former guest on our show yes she was for the young new republicans oh i yes. did not recognize yes. her <laughs> i yes. didn't recognize and, her and, handle and, and and the reason why i, I didn't recognize she, her handle you know to give a little shout out to her yes. you know in 200 episodes i think it's been very clear what my political uh, inclination is yeah. and what i think of certain people in politics um 
But, you know, I also believe in being fair and believe in giving everybody a voice and finding commonality. And Jessica, I think it was in our second season, came on and she knew that I was a staunch Democrat and Republican and, yes. and liberal. And she's a conservative Republican, and a Republican. Right. And she was very gracious. She came here and we had a great discussion. Yeah. And 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 that's what it's about. That's really. what it should be about. And, and she was a class act. So Absolutely. thank you, Jessica. Yeah, so um, Geo's got a couple questions. Okay. GeoCX1. The first one, I actually kind of have an answer to. Um, when will you ever interview any of the cast members of Que Pasa USA? I actually... That's like the Holy Grail. That is the Holy Grail. And it's funny because I was actually in the process of coordinating an interview because they were bringing back... Um, Que Pasa USA 40 years later, yes. um, which already had run. It's, it was supposed to come back again this year. They've actually postponed it till next year because they're actually working on a new script. The um, I forget what it's going to be called. It's going to be called Que Pasa USA, the next chapter or something like that. But essentially, it's um, Violetica is going to find herself as an empty nester and Carmencita gets a divorce and moves in with her. So, so wait, it's a different story? It's going to be a different story, okay. yeah. So I was actually going back and forth trying to coordinate an interview with the cast um, with, 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 um, with Connie Ramirez, eh, Barbara Ann Martin, eh, Stephen Bauer, and how do you Oh my God, I can't remember Carmencita's name right now. It's escaping me. Anamago. Anamago. And Anamago. I was trying to coordinate something tied with the the stage show that was going to happen this uh-huh. year. But now with this getting pushed back, um, my contact is like, look, it's coming next year in June. Let's let's okay. revisit this and right. So we've technically had Barbara Ann Martin on we the show. We have had Barbara Ann Martin, and I've we, been and I've been working to get Stephen Bauer. We interviewed her, so that would be um, One Sharon. <laughs> Sharon, we did have Sharon. She wasn't on an episode. She was on a video interview we did yes, when right. we were invited to do the red carpet for Amigos, and, Amigos for Kids. Uh, for kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe that was in our first season. Again, I know the season because of my hair. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I remember that my hair was in a bun, so that meant that that was season one. That had to be season, season one, Season yeah. one. Um, and well, I mean, we did chat with Luis Santero, who was we, one yes, of the head writer yes. of, of Que Pasa. We did. And we met Manolo Villaverde. That's true. Pepe 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 I, I, thanks to you, I own some of his art. We own some of his art. And yeah. we tried to get him on the show... And we it just we, didn't it didn't, it, it didn't come work. together. Yeah. Um, so we've actually actually had, yeah we <laughs> we have we have with the writer and producer yeah with Sharon and, and with, with Pepe with Pepe yeah so so and I have. and I have Joe's phone number. <laughs> I mean, obviously, as you guys know, Que Pasa USA is sort of like the holy grail. Yeah, it's, um, it's like Que Pasa USA and Gloria Stefan. Right. It's <laughs> that's what it is. We may just wrap up after that. Right. And um, <laughs> so. Hopefully, we'll make it yeah, happen so working on further. It. So, Gio's next question. When will you guys ever host an official, but let me tell you, party or event? I, we would love to. We actually wanted to do something for our 200th episode, yeah. but it sort of sneaked up on us. Yeah. It actually didn't it. sneak up on us. But, but it just, did. But it did. Yeah. But we, we want to. We want to. We want to have, like, a real party where we... You know, the, the thing with this is also, it's not only coordinating our schedules... Which we can, but if we were to have an event, we want to invite a lot of the people that have made this for us. You yeah. know, people that have been on our show, people that have helped us out along the way. So, like you first gotta, and foremost, we got to have Burger Beast. We got to coordinate I mean, this with like a lot of people. Yeah. Again, and, it's a production, and we do want to do it. It's not off the radar. So, yeah. all right, next question from Geo. Oh, well, this is a good one. Yeah, tell us the backstory of how you guys met. 
And have there been any bumps in our relationship? Okay, so I think we've sort of said this story a few times, but this is a story. It's 200th episode. I don't mind repeating. So, Ish and I met in the summer, uh, let's say the year, of 1990. <laughs> we were one. <laughs> um, Fresh out the womb. So, we met at summer school. So, it would have been summer school before sixth grade. Why were we in summer school, you ask? No, we did not flunk a, a, a grade. So the reason we were in summer school is because, many of you probably don't remember, um, some of you weren't even born. Um, <laughs> but up to the summer of 1990, sixth grade was part of elementary school. Right. So elementary school was kindergarten through six, junior high was seven through nine, and high school was 10 to 12. And that year, they decided to change it all up and put sixth grade in now middle school and take out ninth grade from junior high and put it into high school. So our parents both kind of wanted us to go to summer school for a couple of weeks to kind of get a feel. Get a lay of the land, yeah. Yeah. And, and we did. So Ishmael and I were in Mr. Friedman's computer was, class. I remember lots of graph paper. Yes, uh, of course. Right. When will you need graph paper again? In a computer class. But somehow we had a lot of graph paper. We were in uh, Mr. Friedman's computer class. Why I was taking computers, I'm not sure. But there we were. Um, and I distinctly remember him. And we were friends. He used to sit in front of me. We were friendly. Um... But again, we were both in summer school for that reason. It wasn't academic, really. So I was going to be there only for a couple of weeks. And I remember you went to Hawaii. I did go to Hawaii, yes. So you would think that's where we met. No, 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 no. no. The story would not be <laughs> what it is. It wouldn't be us if right. that was it. So the school year starts, right? About a month and a half later, right? Yeah, tampoco like it was a it's year. Not like, you know, like years <laughs> right, later, right, right. You know, we, we saw each other again. <laughs> The, the school starts like a month and a half later and we're now in sixth grade and we had different, we had classes with each other. Yeah. I remember we were in math class. Oh, we had Miss Woodard, yeah. We had together. Yeah. And I, I believe we probably had another class, but I definitely remember you and I, Miss yeah, yeah. Woodard. And we started having the same circle of friends, although I wasn't, I wasn't really part of the circle of friends in sixth grade, but I knew everybody in the circle. Right. Right. right? And... Him and I were friends. At least you grade. were a top cat. <laughs> I was a chief. You were a chief, like uh, like me. Our yeah. other friend was, was a top, top cat. cat. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so we, the sixth grade, we had friends in common. Him and I were friendly. We were friends, and we had completely forgotten. Oh yeah, that we had met in summer school, which a is, month and a half before, which is weird because it's. Okay, and you we, especially. If one of us had forgotten, okay, right. but the other one did, remember? No, you have a memory, like a steel trap. Right. We it never... It was years later. I think we were like in high school. Yeah, we were like, oh my God, wait, we met, we met, in, middle, we met in summer school. We met So twice. we always say, messing around, that we met twice. We met for twice for the first time. Twice for the first time. Right. Um, as far as have there been any bumps <laughs> in our relationship, friendship, no. <laughs> There we've, we've had disagreements, but I don't. No, think, no, no. But, but you and but I have never. We've had, never stopped talking to each other, or we've never or had like a, yeah. never. a blowout. We've never had a blowout. We've never had a blowout. Yeah, I've always. I always used to tell you it's. This has worn off a little bit in recent years, 
that you had a power over me that absolutely nobody did because you could piss the hell out of me with one word. Like, and it's not even a particular word. It's just the tone. It's just the tone of any word. Any word. Yeah. Just one word in a certain tone. I would want to fucking bash your head. And like, and I would, and I remember that I would get mad that you had that effect on me because I generally am not that type of person to and be a also, hothead. I wasn't doing it to get that reaction from right, you but either. It's, it's the sarcastic. No, 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 right, right, right. But it's not like I was doing it. it again, it's not like I even knew that I was doing this to get that reaction out of you. Right, but exactly, you don't, you wouldn't do it on purpose. But, but it, you know you have that sarcastic who me? side of you <laughs> that it's like, I fucking hate you. Like, I hate you so much. Like, And I would say it because I'm not a hot-headed person. Right. I'm very rational and measured. That it may see a una cosa in a certain tone and I'll be like, mother like but no we've never actually really had a fight no. we've never had a period where we've been we've grown apart i mean it's sort of impossible being that we have the same circle of friends well okay yes but like for instance you know you went away for for law right? school you I went, went away, away to new york for a couple of years so that didn't do anything no no but that's what I'm saying. Like, and it was still like to the point where, like, you know, I would tell you know Rick and Joe, like, I if I go more than a week without talking to Darian, it's weird. Like, right, I, but, but like something's wrong. Right, but I don't because that's what I'm saying is we've just always been close. It's, well, I it's, think that with the exception of like maybe if we went on vacation somewhere or oh, something yeah. like that, we've never been a week without not talking right. or texting right. or something. In, in unless it was something. You know. Yeah, like, okay, no, not even. Because even when you were taking the bar. But I will tell you this. I got really mad when you told me that you moved to New York. That you were moving to New York. Like, I got mad. Like, I was like, fuck him. I was like, I said, well, do you remember what I told you? I'm like, Bande, just go. Go. Get it over with. Just go. Get it out of your system. And I remember you were, like, a little afraid to tell me. Like, I was, yeah, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and if you remember. I know he's not going to take this you well. remember, not to get too personal, but... Tristan was Tristan was a baby and I made you feel really guilty about it that I was like you're practically my fucking brother and you know and, and you having a close relationship to Tristan is very important and now you're not gonna be here and you're gonna be a stranger do you remember that? I do remember yes. this like yes. I wanted to make you feel guilty about it like I was like you are going down like <laughs> you know what whatever because I there were times where I was even at comic cons and I would send him you know like little shirts of you know superhero things whatever. so you know what whatever. I was always being atento al niño yeah. <laughs> So I was like, when you tell me, I was like, you know, just leave. Just go. go. Just go. I don't want to hear it. Like, go. <laughs> go to freaking New York. Like, what does New York have that Miami doesn't? You know? The Statue Other of Liberty. And pizza. <laughs> and Italy. And Subway. With a prime rib sandwich that... That they don't have anymore. Right. So, no. There really haven't no, been any bumps really. in our relationship. Um, I wish I could tell you something a little bit more interesting. Right? It's almost boring to, to say, like, no. Yeah. And so, right, so, okay, so next one. What is for dessert? Well, Publix, uh, <laughs> Publix cupcakes, cupcakes, which I just had one. <laughs> I have one. What has been your favorite episode to record? Um, and what episode was the biggest surprise that fans like most? Okay, that one I can answer. So, the second part of her question, we'll get to the first part of the question, and of what is for dessert, she asked, What episode was the biggest surprise that fans like the most? So, I think it's my parents. Absolutely. The cake? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, your birthday cake, for sure. You know, as you listeners know, we 
you know, we talk about current events and we do all this stuff, yeah. but we also give we share our lives of our lives and stuff like that. And, you know, I talk about my parents a lot. I'm very close to my parents. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, the whole thing, as you all know, with the my birthday cake debacle that my parents just cannot get my birthday yeah. cake correct. For some reason, I'm Pingobola. They just will not get me the right birthday cake. And as all of you know, this year for my birthday, I sent them a picture of the cake from Publix. I went to the Publix website and I took the stock picture from the Publix website. Said, get and this. I sent it to you. I sent it to, to my dad on WhatsApp with the picture. Because, you know, it was a Star Wars cake, right? Right. But, it, but I also wanted that I would have just sent them a star, a random a, Star Wars right. cake from that, you from Google. Right. Right. That's a problem. Publix right. can't always replicate it. Right. For right, copyright right, reason right, or whatever. Right. No. I sent them. I even put like the picture even had the code, right? I told them half a sheet buttercream, half vanilla, half chocolate. <laughs> and I even told my dad, just give the person at the pub, uh, Publix the phone. phone. No una palabra. Just be like, Mira, get on okay. Here that, you go. That that's not what they did, as we and all that's know. That's not what I got. And what I thought was great was that I can't tell you how many people were DMing us asking, did you get the right cake? <laughs> like, what cake did you get? That's one of those things where it's like, we loved that story and we love telling that story because, again, you and I, we, we have the history, right? Where it's like, ya son varios años, whatever. I was taken by how much people latched onto it right. without having that history right. that, that you and I have about it, right. you know? And, and again, but it's what we were saying earlier, you know, we connect with people. Right. There's, there's that nostalgia. There's that right. fuzziness. I don't know. That one really, when people started asking or like other stuff, like that my parents have said that people have commented on that. I give like my parents <laughs> stories. Um, that, that was a surprise because I don't say that. I definitely don't say that my parents joke uh, comments or or stories. I just say it to share to it, share it. It's part of our lives. Yeah. Um, but I I don't say it because I think somebody's gonna be like, oh, you know, there's the story, yeah, there's the joke. But yeah. No, no, no. Uh, my parents really are those people. I my parents would never be on the show because you know they're the it, most. It's just not their thing. They're not antisocial, but they are antisocial. Like. <laughs> I understand what you mean. Okay. Yeah. So let me give let me give you people like a little bit of a synopsis of how my mom is. Okay. When my mom, my mom for many years worked at a bank. Okay. When my mom worked at this bank, and mind you, she worked at this bank for like 25 years. Like these were co-workers that she had for years, right? Right? My mom never like my mom. They knew she had two kids. She was married. <laughs> yeah. She, they knew when my brother had his first son, and that's it. They didn't know what we did for a living. They didn't know anything about us. When my mom went on vacation, she would just take time off. She would never she was tell them for a week. That's going. it. She would never tell them where she was going. Nothing. Because she didn't want people to ask her questions. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was the type that I'll be like, look at my slideshow of my trip to wherever. During lunch, we're looking at the album. Yes. No, that's what I would do. I know. You think we just met? Like that is how my mom is. So bringing my mom on the podcast, whatever. But with that said, we still want to make Nary and Nary happen. Writing with Nary. Writing yeah, with Nary. And then, you know, Nary sons are. Um, 
So, yeah. So, I don't know. Somehow I want to, like, maybe record them and them not know. I'll we'll figure, figure it out. out. But, but that was a surprise. So, what has been your favorite episode to record? Um, so, when I read that, the first episode that came to mind, again, going back to L.A., was that episode we recorded when we got to L.A. That it was, like, <laughs> 3 in the morning. Their time, yeah. So it, it was like six in the morning, right? Here. Like, I mean, yeah. later, that episode was almost live. <laughs> <laughs> I think when we finished recording it, you uploaded, and that's it. Like, like people are going to sleep. People are listening to to it. No, five yeah, minutes later. I, I hit send, and that's because it. Because it was like three a.m. L.A. time. Because yeah. we we had just gone to L.A. and I uh, I keep forgetting that I picked him up at the airport, and then we had to like check into an Airbnb that looked like somebody had been murdered. <laughs> um... You know, one of those complicaciones when you get, whenever the day you get somewhere right. and you're checking in and getting the car, and oh, one of those, right. you know, cluster Fs. And we were like, oh shit, we don't have a. <laughs> we have to record. We have to record, but the show must go on. Absolutely. And, That's and our we commitment. recorded at like three in the morning LA time. Uh, so it was like six in the morning uh, <laughs> Eastern time. And somehow we made that happen. <laughs> so that was, that was fun. That yeah. was fun. Um, what else? I don't know. Because. I know it's such a cliche answer, but it's like, I love all my episodes because all my babies. But I guess that one I would have to say because I keep forgetting that, like you said, it was almost live. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Do you remember the thing on the floor where I'm like, they murdered somebody there. <laughs> Do you remember the stain? I think I've blocked it out. I, I'm like, either somebody got murdered or seriously injured. And then they just, <laughs> because we were staying in this Airbnb and it wasn't in like a, a no, it was bad like in neighborhood. the middle. It was almost West Hollywood. Yeah. And it, it was in a good name, you know, goodish neighborhood. And the building was older, but it was okay. I mean, nothing, it was like right off of Santa Monica. But like, yeah. but like parking in the building was strange. And then like the hallways were weird. And then the, there was this very innocuous stain on the floor <laughs> that it looked like one of those things when somebody you see in movies when somebody's murdered the outline of the person <laughs> the yeah and I'm like okay something we happened here we couldn't find the remote to open the gate it no to, of, for the TV for the, yes. the, that, like it was just it, it was, was a whole things, it was so, one of those things but um, you know what that's why we can talk about it now and um, so yeah that maybe was our favorite episode yeah. to record um, so I guess we'll go back to the question from Darwin and from some others which is you know who's been our favorite guest and why yes so because that's I think the last so that that is a loaded question because it's kind of like you know when they ask a singer who's your what's your favorite song and they kind of don't answer and you get mad if I have to pick a favorite guest especially recently you've heard me say this it's gonna be Gina Torres right because Gina Torres I am a you know sometimes we were we we invite people on the show that we I think are great um, and we're happy to have them on, but maybe individually we're not necessarily right. a fan of theirs, right. but we want to have them on. We them. appreciate them. We we want to talk to them. But Gina Torres was, I'm, I am like a diehard fan of Gina Torres. And as you guys have known, um, you know, Suits is my favorite show. Um, just I, I bow at the, I uh, bow at the altar of Jessica Pearson, the character she played on Suits, and, and and again, I think her it was a goal, right? Like it was very much a goal because that was she was number one on my list, and I am telling you, until very recently, I'm like, there's no way that this woman will be on our show. I mean, she's like a bona fide star. Like, right, 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 right. Like, like, like she's on primetime TV. Yeah, like, she's yeah. not gonna be on our show. Yeah. Like, are you yeah. kidding me? Like. 
And not only was she on our show, she was amazing. Amazing. And um, she even reposted us. So if you have to pick, tell me, like, pick a favorite, I would pick her. In terms of, like, the professional aspect of it. But in terms of favorite, look, w when we started doing this, we didn't, you know, we obviously had goals and things we wanted to achieve with the podcast, but we never, I mean, we were going into uncharted territory. We had never done this before. We didn't know about the personal relationships we were going to make yeah. from the podcast. We never really thought about the the friends we were going to make. And there's a lot of people that we have met. Not only have we met, but have become friends and family of ours. Look, Stephanie and David from Mamas and Merlot and the Geek uh, uh, Bro uh, Network. Mm -hmm. I mean, those people are, are like, we are That's friends. Family. That's like, family. They're, they're, they're family. Right. Yeah. And we met them because of the podcast. You know, Martha Darby. Um, Martha Darby, like, I love Martha Darby. Like, yo le tengo cariño. Yo le tengo yo un cariño. Like, she's family. Yeah. Like, she's our tía. Yeah, like, like Martha it. Darby came here to my... We met her in L.A. We, we interviewed her for the show. Then when we went to L.A., we, we spent time with her. Then she came down here to Miami and we hosted her. I even did, like, pork. Yeah. <laughs> Una carne, un lechón asado in the backyard of my parents' house, Miami style. Yeah. Right? Then you went to L.A. and you yeah. spent time with her. Like, she's family at this point. Um, but you know who I'm going to say, and uh, uh, Darwin, Darwin, Darwin from Darwin, Fresh or Fresh from, uh, the, uh, Que Wola podcast. I'm getting sentimental just hearing you go on and on because like all these Darwin people is, are, they mean so much. You know, as I think you said a couple of episodes, you know, Darwin is the type of person we don't maybe see him all the time, but when we do, it's like a hug and it's like, oh my God, Darwin. Yeah. But you know who my number one is? <laughs> The nicest asshole you ever meet, yeah. which is Seth, Seth Burger Beast. You know, Seth and Marcela. Um, we always say that he is a godfather of, yes, our, of our show because Seth, um, you know, Seth was one of our first, like, big in... No, Seth was actually our first big influencer yep. on the show. I think we had had a, done maybe six, seven shows. And um, Seth has really helped us out um, throughout the years both per, per you know professional podcast stuff and both personal um and i freaking i love the guy i know he's the nicest asshole you ever meet ever and marcela his wife is absolutely amazing Hard. and he's given us a lot of opportunities you know with like being pampoyo and like he's hosting croqueta palooza yeah like. i mean he's been amazing with us and you know if there is one thing from the podcast that has come out I would probably be the relationships we've made with people. Yeah. Like, really, really that. Um, because that's something we were not expecting no, at all. I'm, at all. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that that would probably be the favorite. A Adi and Gio uh, from Us of Wanders were yes. our very first guests. That's right. You never forget your first. You never forget. Although we did forget that they were our first married couple when yes. we then interviewed when we interviewed Melissa, Melissa and David Fumero, we were like, "Oh, our first married couple, <laughs> Melissa and David Fumero," um, and um, and no, it was Ari and Gio. Actually, when we interviewed Melissa and David Fumero, it's funny because you know they've both done a lot of stuff, right? And we were there trying to be so professional and questions, and really, 
There was one thing I wanted. The, there was only one question I wanted to ask. What was it like to film Honey? What was it like <laughs> to film Honey with Mariah Carey right. David? That was, I mean, I know they've accomplished a lot of stuff, right, right. but that's where I wanted to go. And that's why I left that question to the end. <laughs> so <laughs> if he doesn't like the question, we'll hang up. And if, he, <laughs> and if he's cool with it, he's yeah. cool with it. Yeah. But, but they, they were awesome, yeah. too. I mean, yeah. we, we've... And on that note, I also want to give a shout out to, um, from Café La Llave, Danny Bellas, who has given us so much help and opportunity. You know, he, he's the one who provided the contact information for Melissa and David Fumero, for Luis Santero, you know, for just so many of the, of the awesome guests that we've had on the show. And, and honestly, you know, we, I cannot thank him enough yeah. for, for all, you know, his, his help in, in that area. Yeah, he, he's been great. Um, we we've been very lucky. We've been very lucky in, um, you know, we we work very very hard for this. But sometimes you work hard for things, and and they don't maybe work out the way you you think they're gonna work out. Um, we've been very lucky to have an amazing audience, like all of you listening right now. Um, I mean, we really couldn't have done this without you. We've, um, as we were just saying, we've had uh, just so much luck with dealing with great people. Um, and and we've we've been very fortunate to have had you know very significant people on our show you know yeah. big names um, that we never thought as I said that uh, we on were our little have. dog and pony show like and here we are so and then again you know to bring it back to all of you listening we really couldn't have done this without you because we say this all the time I was sure when we started the podcast <laughs> I was like okay. So the first week, all of our friends and family are going to listen. Right. The second week, they're all going to listen again to Pena. <laughs> By the third week, about a fourth of them are going to drop off. <laughs> By the fourth week, the other half is going to drop right. off. And then we're going to be left with maybe nine people. Right. <laughs> and then, you know, we're going to like... Well, we tried. We're going to do maybe 20 episodes to not say, well, we, we, we gave up after right, the fifth episode, right? right, right? right, right. I'm like, oh, well, we'll do like 20 episodes to be like, oh, we tried it. Right. And we had a little, our we run was short, but it was fun. Like, I was pretty sure that's the way it was going to go. <laughs> like, that's how it's going to go. Like, because, um, you know, 200 episodes later, here we are. So, um, so yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's the end of the episode. Is that the end? No. Bam, bam. Um, so, yes, if you've made it this far, thank you, thank you, thank you. We will eternally be grateful to all of you. We do not take our listeners for granted. Um, Y'all get the last soda for this episode. Yes. I mean, you, that's you, just, let's put it out there. You are our last soda. Um, thank you, thank you for listening to us. You know, at the end of the day, this has been a great ride for us. Um, you know, Unexpected. as you said... <laughs> We have made money from this. We've had amazing experiences. We've met amazing we had people. Merch. We have merch. <laughs> all of that is merch. all of that is amazing and great. And you know, those are all tokens of success, I guess, if you will. But at the end of the day, you know, that question of like, you know, what has been unex, you know, what what has been unexpected. You know the the comments that we get from people. The yeah. the fact that you know our motto is listen, laugh, and learn. The fact that we can. We have something to provide that you can learn from, you know, listen and laugh. The fact that, especially in today's messed up world that we live in, because there's a lot of stuff going on yeah. in this world, that we can make you laugh and smile, even if it's just for like a second, you know, on your drive to work or wherever it is you listen to us, 
you know, mission accomplished. So, Absolutely. So, thank you, everybody. That was 200 episodes. You know, we... We don't plan on going anywhere. Uh, I got no plans. No, no April Fool's joke. No, exactly. uh, that everybody no, no, was no, like, no, "What?" No. You know, <laughs> um, we're we're here for 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 a bit. So, thank you, all of you. Thank you for the support. Thank you for being with us for five seasons and two hundred episodes. And um, you know, I I I, I, I want to say we're only just beginning, but you know, um, we hopefully will be doing this as long as we can. So, thank you, everybody. And if you stay for after the end you'll actually get to hear our most frequent guest. Tristan. Yes. Make so. his, his, two, his 200th episode appearance. Yes. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano. Produced by Ismaeliano. And our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. All right, everybody, and as promised, we have with us today, honestly, our most frequent guest on the show, Mr. Tristan Atticus Borges. How are you, sir? Sussy. I'm good. You're sussy? No, you're not sussy. You're good. Sussy's bad, and you're not bad. You're good. Okay, I got to ask you a question, though. How does it feel to know that you are the person who has been on this show the most, aside from me and your dad? Call. Call means cool. I like just I just like saying cool like that. Yeah, saying cool like that. Is, is, is it because of the double O's? Cool. Like cool. Yes. Oh, so we're are we doing ASMR? <laughs> like that again. Is yeah, that what sure. we're doing now? We're doing ASMR. Yes. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna do a whole interview like this. So how do you like it to what? be the most frequent episode? Yeah, guys? seriously, what does it feel like to be the most frequent guest? The only other people no, who've been on this show more cool. than you is us. For real, cool. Cool, yeah, and well, oh yeah, you've grown like since we started this show. We've been doing this now for five years, and you're eight now, right? I'm. Dr- I drink water. You drink well. That's good because water is required for hydration, and yeah, we live I on a peninsula. Grass. I don't eat grass. I don't eat grass. I'm kidding. No, but well, no, actually, but so can I ask you a question about about something that you were a little while ago? I don't know if you still are. You at one point said you were a pescatarian, right, for a little while there. Yeah. Yeah. Why did you decide to become a pescatarian? I think that's cool. I think that's awesome that you made that decision. Because I feel bad for the chicken roosters and the cow with the... And, okay, no, but that's a good... That's really good. That's actually very mature. But I need to eat more bacon. It tastes too good. Oh, that is yeah, a problem. that is the problem of being a pescatarian. That, that, is, the, that is a problem, I, I feel him, you. I tell them that those... That one year that I was pescatarian, almost a year, that I didn't eat... Remember? I yeah, yeah, yeah. Eat, it was bacon. Bacon was the downfall. Now. Bacon, it, it's always going to get you, man. Bacon's always going to be the, the downfall. Bacon is literally my favorite food. Is it really? Food. Actually, yeah, you do. You put bacon on like I know you like it on your burgers. Bacon is the best. It's. I will not argue Especially that. Especially the, the 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 greasy crispy bacon. Okay, are you trying to make me hungry on this podcast? Is that your goal? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, wait. So what else do you like to eat aside from the greasy best bacon? I don't know. You don't know. Everything that's not cebollas. Every. <laughs> That's a great answer. I'm going to say that to people moving forward when they're like, what's your favorite thing to eat? And I'll be like, everything that's not cebollas. <laughs> Period. But you know what, though? I tell him, most kids don't like onions. No, they don't. It's That's something that later, yeah. as an adult, you get to Actually, like. my sister, who is a couple years younger than me, but still way older than you, 
to this day does not like onions, but she will use them to cook. Because she, she knows that, you know, it gives it flavor and things like that. But she'll cook, like, umbite. She'll cook it with a cebolla, and then she'll get Wait, rid of it. I, I really want to say the word cook. Like, the way I said cool, like, like do call. It. Do it. I can't because it's a literal bad word. Cook? No. Say it. No, no, no. no. Say like, it. Like, if I turn the double into ah, uh, I can't. Well, but just, but then do, do. Cook. 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 Right. Cook. There you go. Have you had, I don't know if you've had. Have you had onion rings? Ooh. Oh, yeah, I have, but they still taste good. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, anything tastes better when it's fried. Yeah, and battered. And battered. So, yeah, true. fair enough. And you put some sauce on it. So just Except think for about bread. So just Except think for about, bread. Except when, for bread. When we started this podcast, you were three. You were three. So hopefully in our 400th episode. Oh, wow. Ooh. You'll be. Wait, that's five years. And he's, he'll be, be 13. Oh, my God. You'll be a teenager. Well, dang. When we get to our 14th episode. 400. 400. Well, 400th episode. <laughs> You'll be 13. You already have 40 episodes. Yeah, that's yeah. why. He was messed up. Right, because we've, we've done 200 episodes in about five years. So in yeah, five so years, you'll be 13. You'll be 13. And I'll be the parent of a teenager. Lucky me. <laughs> yes, so. you will. Yeah. All right, Tristan. Well, hey, thank you yet again for... That was the sw- quickest time I was ever here. No, it's not. Well, you're my favorite guest. You're my favorite guest, too, my friend. That's why we keep bringing you on. Yeah. And that's why I like licking the microphone. Well, don't do that. I don't. I don't. don't do that. I'm going to put some oils on it. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. All right. Well, wait. I thank you for coming by again. Honestly, it wouldn't have been a 200th episode without you. So thanks love for... You. We love you, buddy. All right. Thanks for swinging by. Bye. Bye. <laughs> no, no. Hold on, it. hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Right. This has been brought to you by ASMR. ASMR. Let me tell you. Oh, and the fact that you started four years ago. That's right. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.